Is is that like a French Revolution season or something? It's one of the months. Prairie all. Prairie all. <laughs> and I see you've got a uh, Saint Culotte yeah. Abbey now. <laughs> Very nice. Thanks. It's already old. He already got canceled. He already got milkshake ducked. The the Saint Culotte guy? <laughs> no, Chet Hangs, the white boy summer. Guy. Oh, I didn't know that was the. I don't know who that is. Chet Hangs. Did you miss the Chet Hanks White Boy Summer thing? I knew White Boy Summer, but I didn't know where... This is like what happened with um, Hot Girl Summer. was like, I knew yeah. about Hot Girl Summer for weeks before I knew who Megan Thee Stallion was. Yeah, um, Tom Hanks' uh, son... Oh! Always speaks in a Jamaican patois. Oh! <laughs> White, White Boy Summer. And everyone loved it, and then he got uh, canceled because people like found a police report about him uh, abusing his ex girlfriend or something. Oh God! I don't know, but people, you know, obviously that's not what White Boy Summer is about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you separate the white boy from the summer? Yeah, I mean, <coughs> White Boy Summer is bigger than Chet Hanks, even if he came up with it. Exactly. That's so funny. Wait, so, because Tom Hanks has another kid who was, like, the bad guy on Dexter, right? <laughs> uh, he has a son that's an actor, Colin Hanks. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking I of. can't imagine him being a bad guy. He's the... He, he was, was the priest in uh, Mad Men. Yeah, right. Who's like, well, he's kind of a bad guy. <laughs> he treated <laughs> Peggy bad. <laughs> in addition to that, isn't it like when the Cuban Missile Crisis is happening? He's like, you're gonna go to hell, Peggy. You're a yeah. whore. Like... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes uh, right so it's hard to imagine him playing a villain but i guess that was what they were going for that he was like kind of the the like you know fake nice yeah he has one son that's an actor mm. and then the other son is uh formerly beloved and now canceled eccentric uh chet hanks wow yeah professional eccentric eccentric yeah no i had no idea well, that's the news I've been following. <laughs> I have not been following really any news stories. I see Matt Gates is. Uh, oh yeah, the whole Matt Gates thing. Speaking of milkshake ducks, <laughs> I guess he wasn't as fun as we uh, all thought. Yeah, he was an internet favorite for a while <laughs> because he just wore like ill-fitting suits <laughs> and stuff. And usually, when like politicians were, you know, they wear like baggy suits or whatever, but he wore like these weird, like too tight, like. Uh, like plaid uh garish garish uh suits yeah the part that i thought was the coolest that i feel like they are just not talking about on the colbert report or whatever is the part where we know from the dilbert guy that matt gates was probably being blackmailed by the israeli consulate in new york no really have you i gotta read that this is from i know that part of this was that he's being blackmailed yeah well, so, yeah, uh, you know, he claims it's from this, like, F- ex-FBI guy or something like that. But, yeah, I've got to, I've got to get this link up. Hold on. So this is from the American Conservative. Leaked, t- this is from April 2nd. Leaked texts from Israeli consulate employee show more details in Getz Levinson funding scheme. So you know about this guy Levinson, the spy? No. He's like a CIA guy, I think, uh, who got caught in Iran, and like everyone oh, right. believes he's dead, but like it's possible he's like a POW or whatever. Yeah, this was the whole thing. Yeah, they were like, yeah, I mean, the way that, you know, extortion often goes, for anyone who's seen The Sopranos, <laughs> is like, you know, take 
the silver or take the lead, you know? If you go along, we'll give you something really good, and if you don't, we'll, you know, blackmail, we'll release the blackmail or kill you or whatever. So in this case, it was if you don't go along with us, we'll release that you are, like, a sex trafficker. (laughs) Uh, And if you do go along with us, we'll help will make you a hero because you will have discovered this probably dead yes uh iranian prisoner of war yeah uh so that's this guy levinson and i don't know about his story really but uh from this american conservative article uh this is three screens so this is from arthur bloom three screenshots of texts between scott adams creator of dilbert and Jake Novak, media director of the Israeli consulate in New York City, were shared with the American conservative. The messages were authenticated by one of the parties to them, which almost certainly means the Dilbert guy gave them his text. He, he leaked his texts to the American conservative in all likelihood. Um, wait, but is it clear what the Israeli spy was trying to get Matt Gates to do? Well, so they have, uh, no, not exactly, but he they have these texts, and I can read directly from the text because the article doesn't say much more than the the text of them uh but this is jake novak i i think basically the context was scott adams like is more conservative than the israeli consulate and so he like likes matt gates and you know believes him when he goes on tucker carlson and says like i'm being blackmailed but so he's also it seems like friends with this guy jake novak who's the media director at the israeli consulate in new york and so novak tweet uh texts to scott adams scoop i can't report Representative Gates is the subject of a secret grand jury probe of sex with minors and possibly murder conspiracy. I trust the source. Charges slash accusations apparently very credible. And this is Saturday, so I don't know where that was when, you know, in terms of this stuff getting released. Uh, But then on Tuesday, uh, it seems like that's when the article drops is on um, the 30th. And uh, Jake Novak says, told ya, and drops the link to the New York Times article in his text to Scott Adams. Scott Adams says, the allegations against him do not sound credible. Novak says, I don't want to believe them, but my source says it looks bad uh, from closer in. Scott Adams replies, I'm betting against it, but the extortion counterclaim sounds credible, has witness apparently. And the Israeli uh, you know, consulate worker says, the backstory is this is screwing up my efforts to free Bob Levinson. Gates's dad was secretly finding us, he says, probably saying funding us, uh, but a typo. So I'm very much wanting this to be untrue. I've got a commando team leader friend of mine nervously waiting for wire transfers to clear. He goes on to say, Bob Kent is my lifelong friend and the best person and patriot. I also highly doubt McGee, this is, McGee is the FBI agent I know who was trying, who Getz says was trying to extort him. I don't know who Bob Kent is. I also highly doubt McGee extorted or promised anything to Getz. Also, the $25 million number is total BS. Now the Getzes have burned Kent and Levinson. I can clear up the 50% of this story that isn't true. Scott Adams says they have documents, and Novak says, yeah, some numbers and facts have been altered. The real documents do not extort. And we only asked for $25 million as an estimate at first. We came way down. So it sounds like uh, the Israeli consulate was involved in this blackmail right. scheme. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. They were blackmailing. <laughs> them. But also, the, you know, he because Matt Gates went on, you know, Tucker Carlson and was like, I'm being blackmailed to try to imply that he was innocent and this is all being made up. Right. But often like more often when you're being blackmailed <laughs> it's that you really did do the thing that they're blackmailing you absolutely with. yeah yeah 
Crazy. Like, yeah, like, what could they be trying to get Matt Gates to do that he isn't already doing for <laughs> Israel? Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Who knows? I'm sure we will never know the half of this story. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just awesome. Like, and he's still in office. I mean, they're going to have this investigation or whatever, but, like, yeah. I was just thinking that, not to change the subject, I was no, just yeah. thinking that this morning, uh, as you heard, I was... Uh, watching the the hill when you came in <laughs> and they were talking about the lab leak hypothesis yeah and by the way they explained like very clearly it's it's a very straight line from <laughs> that the wuhan lab that probably leaked uh coronavirus accidentally uh to nih funding yes it's it was entirely funded by the nih absolutely uh and it, it was very it's it's like just very straightforward. Yeah. Like that biologic that NA NIH had a grant. And what is NIH? Just for uh, people the who... National Institute of Health, yeah. I believe. It's like it's funded by the government. It's like one of the largest um, like medical research funding organizations in the world, and it's funded by the American government. And uh, I, as far as I understand it, I believe basically what they do is give grants to private companies and universities to do medical research yeah and they gave a grant to a american company that i don't know has some fucking name like eco lodge or something. yeah right Maybe you know what it's called yeah it has some weird like generic name uh they gave a lot of money to that company and that company like contracted the wuhan lab to to do it so it's just I mean, it's it's to just, do gain of function yeah. research on bat coronaviruses, yeah, which I mean, <laughs> and that's how the government funds things all the time that they don't want to come back to them right. is through like grants to private companies, yeah, that's through how, Bill Gates, yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, it just it it like the idea that like you know, which is even how the Hill is like trying to spin it because they're such uh, weird neocons when it comes to China, right? Is the weirdest thing about watching that show. <laughs> I mean, they're. I, I'm yeah. I mean, we should. I'm very critical of both of them. Uh, at the same time, that I think, like, uh, I mean, you remember I used to watch like Morning Joe. Just, yeah, like, sure. In the morning when I was like, you know, making coffee or whatever. Uh, at least they are talking about things that are real. Right. They're talking about like you know uh, the infrastructure bill or like the this lab leak thing. I mean, this is yeah. why the Wall Street Journal is consistently better uh, in information than the New York Times, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it, it's the weirdos and like, yeah. yeah, like if you watch MSNBC, they're just talking about like um, how Trump is going to get indicted, right? Which is <laughs> yeah, uh, which are they like, still yeah. talking about that? I don't know, honestly. I yeah. think they are. I think they are. I don't know what they're talking. I mean, though, have you seen stuff about how much their rate ratings have tanked? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, um, I wonder if it'll lead to anything or if they will just start promoting Trump again. I know. Twenty four. I know they want it. They're ready. I mean, that was uh, that was always just the I mean, not even subtext. That was just what they were saying. Right. Uh, like the president. Uh, what is that fucking guy's name? Uh, Jeff Zucker, I think. The who's who was like the used to be the president, the head of programming at NBC and now yeah. like runs programming at CNN during the 2016 election was like, yeah, we're Trump is good for rating. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, they all say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Everyone knows it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they're going to bring him back and they're going to start like, <laughs> I wonder if they will start like, uh, agitating to get him his Twitter back. <laughs> Oh like, my you know, god! Rachel Maddow will do like an hour long thing about how like <laughs> problematic it is that Twitter is banning people. I don't know. 
I don't know if they can do that at this point. Yeah. But no, they definitely want him back. Yeah, I mean, they're they're really hoping his social media platform takes off or whatever, I'm sure. Ugh. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was just thinking, watching that thing about yeah. Lab Leak, like, uh, we will truly never, <laughs> like, we are never going to hear the end of that story. Yeah. Uh, there will never be a time when, like, the, the WHO, who just, like, totally dismissed the Lab Leak thing out, out of hand for no good reason. Yeah. Like, we're never going to get a time when people, maybe a hundred years from now, <laughs> maybe when it's like talking about, like, yellow journalism in the Spanish-American War, right. we'll be like, yeah, and by the way, it came from an American-funded lab. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, I I really don't know. I Definitely, it seems like, uh, yeah, for the next 20 years in any liberal media, that will be a no-go, yeah. whatever. I kind of think that they are going to... Uh, do a 9-11 with it and they'll say it was the Chinese and it doesn't matter that it obviously yeah. was funded by the Americans and if it leaked from China it was America's fault in every way yeah uh, yeah and it really it really just is like um you know, China makes everything. China makes our vacuum right. cleaners. China, you know, makes our refrigerators. They make it, it like it, it's the uh, it's the Irishman thing. Like if you have it, it came in on a truck. It's yeah. like if you have it, it was made in China. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah, they also do our biological weapons testing right. for us. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. I mean, and so yeah. is the is the rising take like uh, that America like American elites are involved, but it's like the Sino American. Uh, archipelago of elites that's uh, uh, like behind the COVID thing or yeah the, I, the take is incoherent <laughs> because it is like they started by being like yeah the, you know they always say the Chinese Communist Party yes yeah it's when so really sickening. it's the Communist Party of China in the proper English <laughs> translation people CPC yeah and it's like since when do we like do we talk about like I don't, I couldn't even tell you Putin's bullshit political party or right. whatever but like uh, since when do we do that like the what's the political party that's the one state party in Iran like, do we <laughs> refer to like it's such bullshit like weird like cold war stuff yeah well they're anti communists yeah they, they don't like them yeah it's yeah it's so and and it they're just. Yeah, taking advantage of, like, the uh, completely uninformed, ahistoric, like, anti-communism that's ubiquitous in America. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you see that that clip of that Netflix show with Che Guevara? Yes! One step at a time, right? Uh, is that the show? I, I believe that's what the show is called. I don't know what the fucking show is. But it's a it's Norman Lear, like, 90-year-old Norman Lear <laughs> is producing it. I have no idea. I'm sure, like... Oh, poor guy. Yeah. I know. Norman Lear rocks. <laughs> um, and I'm sad that this is, you know, the end of his career. But he's not even... He's, like, 100. Yeah. So. I mean, seriously. He made, like, Archie Bunker. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, the, the showrunner of the show is the person that tweeted that ridiculous tweet that was, like... Uh, like it's possible to to write a script that passes the Bechtel test, the Meraki Mori test, the uh. like names like three other like bullshit online tests, like without without following the Smurfette principle. Uh. <laughs> like, no way! To, <laughs> no and way! And I'm writing that script right now. <laughs> oh my god! Let me see if I can find exactly what that. Uh. I wish these people <laughs> would just go back to making like. Um, chronicle or whatever like just talking about how orcs are based or whatever like i i, I can't yes, stand this. actually this tweet uh this person like screen grabbed this tweet and put it right next to the classic the guy that wrote bright um 
Yeah, Chronicle. The yeah. Um, what's his name? The Landis. Max Landis. Yeah. He tweeted, I've come slowly to realize that Bright, my new script, <laughs> if made well, could potentially be my Star Wars. <laughs> it feels crazy. <laughs> uh, the hubris of that tweet. Yeah, combined with this tweet that was done this week, yeah. Gloria Calderon Kellett, y'all... Obligatory it's opening with y'all. <laughs> y'all, writing a rom-com that passes the Bechtel test, Duvernay test, Mako Mori test, Vito Russo test, Smurfette principle, oh, come on. while also having no Mary Sue, no tokenism, and no Manic Pixie Dream Girl is possible, and my new script is doing it! Jesus <laughs> fucking <laughs> Can't wait <Christ>. to <laughs> The Bechtel test, the Duvernay test, the Macomori test. Come on. Smurfette principle. <laughs> I love Smurfette principle. That's so funny. Just give me code Hollywood back. I will take it. Every alcoholic has to die by the end of the movie. Like, come on. Wait, I and now I just need to find this... Uh, this... Uh, yeah, this clip. Yeah, this, yeah. that was one day. We gotta see it. Hey, guys, you're in luck. I finally found a vintage store that had a chair that matches your dining set. Why do we need an extra chair? It's not really extra. There's five of us. <laughs> I know, it's not a perfect match, but it's hardly the sorest thumb in the room. Not the chair. What the hell are you wearing? Oh, Che Guevara? Yeah. Viva la Revolucion, am I right? And isn't this in like 2018? Yeah. Oh. Do you have any idea? I got this. Do you have any idea? Kids, relax. Do you that have was supposed any to be a laugh line. With this Grew an awesome beard and model for t-shirts? But it's like also with the seriousness of a Holocaust learning episode. Yeah, they literally compared to that. Yeah. He wasn't even Cuban. He was Castro's right-hand man. He burned books, he banned music, he personally oversaw executions, but he was a mass murderer. But he has a cool hat. <laughs> It's like if you walked into a Jewish home wearing a Hitler shirt. Or into Taylor Swift's home wearing a Kanye shirt. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. And that is just saying the quiet part out loud. The, like, immediately going from uh, as Hitler is to the Jews to as Kanye West is to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Crazy. Yes. Like, it, like, so unhinged. unhinged. Yeah. yeah. Uh no yeah I, we we live in a dystopia I mean <laughs> like it is bad yeah we live in hell yeah uh have I told you about like when the primary was going on in you know February 2020 and uh you know I was like visiting home with uh my husband and uh like it was at someone oh it was like a a charity gala or something like at my JCC or whatever and we ran into like a family friend who like you know sat down with us at the dinner at the end. And, uh, like, everyone wanted to talk to us because they were like, ooh, real Bernie bros, like, let's poke them. And this family friend got into it with us, and he called us um, Sandinistas. You know, like, those are the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Contras, yeah. those were the good guys. Like, that's yeah. what so many people in this country believe. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's I, sick. Yeah. It's, yeah. Ugh. I mean, it really is, like... Uh, if the Nazis won and, like, never had to, uh, and just, like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, imagine the Nazis won World War II and then, you know, 80 years later, what their media and what their, like, <laughs> cultural, what the, you know, 
the yeah the Nazi, <laughs> uh, uh, like the, you know that's become like normalized and like neoliberalized. Yeah, and like, is starting to fail just by its own contradictions. Later. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how they would project their past. Yes, I mean that is just us. Yeah, um, well, simple. fascism is here. You know, yeah. George Jackson was right. Like, um, yeah, and like we've never had to uh, like in any meaningful way grapple with our like imperial bloodletting <laughs> or uh, the genocide that we did or you know yeah. slavery obviously yeah who fucked up i saw a tweet uh so uh i'm not double checking this uh but that today is one year after bernie dropped out i believe that's right yeah uh in fact i just got a reminder because i've been seeing this stuff for a while now like when was the Iowa caucus? It was like early February, wasn't it, or something like that? Uh, whatever it was, or uh, sorry, early March because it's April now. It was like a month ago. So for the last month, I've been seeing like the end of the primary come up as memories on my Facebook. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I remember. Uh, yeah, a few weeks ago was the one year anniversary of his laugh rally in Chicago. That yeah. we went to. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Um, what a weird fucking year it's been. Totally. Yeah. And it's like it never happened. Like, no one ever talks about the stolen Iowa primary anymore or just any of it. Uh, like, the plague elections. Yeah. Like. Um, ugh. Uh, wait, I want to tell you this. Uh, Hit me. I, I, it, it relates to my real life, so I'm just thinking about how to say it. <laughs> yeah, so how to phrase it. Consumed on the podcast. Whatever. I was just, um, I was, get, I, uh, I was recalling parks and recreation (laughs) and i was trying to like kind of explain to people why i thought that show was bad right just normies why that show was bad sure yeah um as you do yeah basics uh yeah and uh well if people got mad at me (laughs) but also then i was just like looking back at the the i sent them like an article that like dissent magazine article from like a month from a year ago about like how much that show sucks and <laughs> replicates of that. And then I was just going down the memory hole of all the Parks and Rec Biden stuff. Yeah. And and I was like, I, I didn't try to use that as an argument for why the show was bad because I understood that unlike a year ago when normie libs our age would be like well yeah that's bad because joe biden is bad yes they they don't think that anymore yeah it's so scary it's so terrifying yeah the huge swings that have taken since biden has become in yeah well by they love biden again and they love cops yeah harris yeah uh harris and because of the capitol hill right like that you know that meme cop that like the hero cop cop who's you know they're all fucking pigs yes you're right of course um they love cops and they hate uh the media uh yeah hounding the president that's right that's right (laughs) yeah well all flip and and that's what they wanted that that was biden's project was to create a a modern trumpist party in the democratic party so that it could uh you know fulfill his promises deliver on the unfulfilled promises of trumpism Uh, that's why they're building the wall they're going to build the wall. They, yeah, they are building They're the wall. They're b- building the wall. And you saw that uh, Brett Stevens op-ed. Yeah. Build the wall, Mr. Biden. Have to, because or else Trump will come back and do it. <laughs> it is yeah. so fucking scary. And it's, yeah, yeah everyone's back to do brunch. Do you see what the Republicans are making Biden do, Dan? Do you see what Trump is making Biden do? Is this what you want? Uh, That's why you have to vote for the Democrats. 
Because do you see what the Republicans are making them do? Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't vote for fascism <laughs> this time around. Uh, yeah. No, I voted for uh, <laughs> a PSL, so my hands are clean. But yeah, how do these people live with themselves? Uh, I mean, I got told, like, at least everything will be less worse under Biden. And it's like, that's just simply not true. Like, it's obvious. But if you went to those people now, they, they think it is. They think that... Um, you know, he's the new FDR, which yeah. is a real line. It was so crazy. We uh, The rollout of that line. Over a period of like two weeks, yeah, I remember. Yeah. No, so much longer uh, than I that. I mean, of course. I mean, yeah. they were doing it in the general. Yeah. Uh, uh, they This line that he's the new FDR uh, because, he, uh, because he did the you know, uh, COVID cares act or whatever. Not yeah. the cares act. That was the Trump one. Cause he's, uh, had polio because he's doing a child tax credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Did you hear, uh, they took your, uh, concentration camps FDR joke on Chapo? Yeah. Matt Christman was like, Oh, the concentration camps. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, heard it I'm here. Gonna first, go, uh, Carlos Mencia. <laughs> Timestamp it. Yeah. <laughs> go confront them. Uh, the comedy store. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. When you have a show on FX, you can have an episode where he comes on and apologizes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, yeah. Louis C.K. is going to come back. Right? He's been Biden back era, baby. Forever. Um, yeah, I totally. saw a thing that He's was, fine. you know. Um, the comedy cellar in New York finally opened mm. after a year or whatever, and Louis C.K. was there at the opening night. Shit. It was like the opening night was a huge. It was like every. It was like Seinfeld and Chris Rock and Louis C.K. and like you know only the biggest stars. Jesus Christ! Yeah. What happened? Did anything pop off, or he just did a set? Uh, you know, I think this. Let me see. I just saw, yeah, I saw some tweet that I yeah. thought was about like three years ago, but maybe it was about a week. I am pretty sure it was like about a day or two ago. Damn. Let me see. Because yeah, because in New York, all these shows just opened up again. As they're gonna start, I guess, in Chicago now. The like five shows that are left. Yeah. Ugh, it's gonna be so brutal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we we were texting about the second city is coming back next month. Yeah, in May. Which is, um, I mean, I think it's probably okay. These shows totally. probably can come back. Yeah. I wonder if they are making people wear masks the whole show, which would suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the New York Post from uh, yesterday. Uh, Chris Rock, Amy Schumer, and more big names flock to reopen Comedy Cellar, and the Comedy Cellar is the club in the in Louis. Yeah, I mean it's Comedy Cellar and like Caroline's, it's right? Like, but it's mainly Comedy Cellar. Laughter is back in NYC. Sources tell Page Six that an all-star lineup, including Chris Rock, Amy Schumer, Ray Romano, Dave Attell, Colin Quinn, and Louis C.K., have all hit the stage at the Comedy Cellar since the iconic club's reopening Friday on Friday. <sighs> So they've, since then, they've been, like, doing, uh, like, multiple nights of this, or? Yeah, well, so I guess, if I had to guess, that's probably Friday night when it reopened mm. for most of those people, because also Friday night is, the, is the, the big night. Yeah. But yeah, they reopened last Friday, so they've been, you know, having huge shows, including Louis C.K., which, I mean, is not surprising. He was performing there before COVID. Right, yeah. Um, just, you know, just more nature is healing. Yeah. <laughs> we are the virus. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld helped reopen the Gotham Comedy Club. Uh. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, Jerry Seinfeld, who also dated a 17-year-old girl and was a Mossad agent. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. <laughs> Have you been following this Ukraine war stuff? Not really. This is just like, you know, 
uh, one of those things that, like, you could see coming a mile away with Biden because, like, he was, again, like, we haven't had to think about this for so long and no one talks about it, but, like, he ran Ukraine when he was vice president. Yeah. He was an imperial vice president. He, like, you know, chose the president in Iraq at one point. Uh, so yeah, like Ukraine, he feels confident in like an anti-Russia conflict that he can brew up. So they've been like, you know, amassing at the border on both sides. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those things like, uh, uh, you know, talk about, um, like the, <laughs> the way that we are fascist and like, yeah, yeah the Nazis were fine after the war. Like there are all these soldiers showing up wearing like Totenkopf patches, uh, you know, SS patches and people like doing uh, Hitler grusses at the front. Uh, and on the it, Ukrainian. On the yeah, Ukrainian army's side, uh, you know, that is trying to. Uh, yeah, maybe invade the Donbass region, uh, where there are a ton of Russian speakers and people who have taken up Russian citizenship. So, you know, it's very dangerous. And uh, this, like, just recently there was an article, this stuff comes out, like, every six months in this country, but uh, in the U.S. there's, like, a camp in Michigan or whatever, uh, where it's, like, a Ukrainian youth camp, and they have a monument to Stepan Bandera there. They just have, like, uh, Nazi collaborator m memorials at this American-Ukrainian summer camp. And uh, it's, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I know, I know, just uh, the level that people still have to uh, figure out about this, like, the, the border stuff, you know, everyone's talking about, like, oh, Biden says it's just hurricanes, but, like, obviously it's empire. Like, I knew nothing about, uh, like, Biden's history in Central America, but I have just started reading about it, and he was behind uh, what they called Plan Biden uh, in Central America. Like, he was that guy. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about this. Can you explain what Plan Biden is? So, you know, people are maybe more likely to have heard about what they called Plan Colombia, which was like the, uh, you know, 1.0 of this, uh, like, imperial strategy, this neoliberal, like, 90s era Clinton-developed uh, uh, imperial strategy in Central America, where in Colombia they started, like, directly funded, you know, they would not fund the government anymore they say because of corruption but it's like because they won't fund social services they will just fund police and military and have them like spray you know uh, noxious chemicals over the coca fields or whatever and and like uh rebellious farmers or whatever uh and yeah just like do brutal neoliberalism and uh uh yeah military intervention in these places uh but act like it is all because it's uh, act like it is all the uh, Colombian government doing it, like just not acknowledging U.S. funding. And Biden was very involved in that in the late 90s and early 2000s. And that became part of his portfolio was like Latin American issues. So by the time he became VP, uh, he tried to do his own spin on it in Central America, which was the new frontier. Uh, and this is, like, why there is the migration crisis right now. Like, uh, he, yeah, he just started giving tons of money to these governments to fund their police departments and, like, their judges just, like, buy them off. Uh, and, yeah, people went, like, fleeing from the country in enormous numbers. Uh, so, yeah, the, you know, the crisis at the border is... Uh, so bloody and so abominable once it gets to the U.S., but, like, uh, he is also responsible for the uh, the issues there that he is writing off. And they're going to do the same thing. They're just going to give, like, half as much this time. They just don't care. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Uh, the Biden foreign policy so far has been really fucking bleak. I yeah. think it's been uh, 
basically just a continuation of Trump foreign policy. Yeah, uh, if not escalations. Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, tweeting stuff about uh, like the Bolivian government not to prosecute the the coup government. Ugh. The Janine Alvarez or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Anya's Janine Anya's. Yeah, when they didn't say anything when the coup government massacred protesters yeah, and, and, and tortured prisoners. The idea that it's illegitimate for a democratically elected government to prosecute the previous coup government? Yeah, like... Like, what do you think... How can you fucking balance that in your mind with... Uh, the way we talk about the January 6th insurrectionists. The insurrectionists, yeah. The, the siege fucking, of the Capitol. Yeah, the fucking people who were let in by the cops right. into the Capitol building. Uh, and then, like, went into Nancy Pelosi's office and, like, took selfies. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they, those people didn't arrest anyone. And, and you know what? Those people are getting prosecuted, too, and that's valid. Right, like, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's because there kind of have to be some rules. <laughs> and, like, the idea, like, what do you think would happen if we had a coup government take over for, you know, three months? Yeah. If the if the insurrection has occupied the capital for three months and, like, appointed some ambassadors that went to, like, London and shit and, like, met with the prime minister. Uh, and then, you know, after three months, the real government came back in. What do you think we would be doing? <laughs> and if the president of Bolivia was like, hey, or the secretary of state of Bolivia was, uh, you know, tweeting like, uh, this is some, this is really lawless behavior, right. prosecuting the goo cover. It's so fucking outrageous. And we're going to like, at the very least, uh, uh, sanction them brutally. Yeah. Uh, uh, under a democratic president, it's fucking outrageous. Yeah. No, if you did that here, you'd be vaporized. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they would pull you atom from atom. Yeah. Yeah, so sick. And yeah, they'll just pretend like it's fine. And yeah, it will just not get into most people's history books. I was talking to someone recently about the uh, China Uyghur genocide allegation, and they were like, you know, they have concentration camps. And I was like, okay, no. Um, you know, and I like went into it. And, uh, you know, at, at some point I was like, you know, they, China doesn't massacre Muslims and imprison them. We do that. And uh, this person I was talking to was like, well, like, China doesn't have a Muslim population. And I was like, what do you think the concentration camps are for? Like, if you think there are concentration yeah. camps, who do you think is in them? And they were like, yeah, I understood they was they were a minority. I didn't understand, didn't like, know the, the other Uyghurs that there's Muslim. an Islam factor yeah. at all in this. Like, people don't can't well, follow this stuff. And it's because the American propaganda machine needs to minimize that because... Because uh, <laughs> Americans don't like Muslims. Yeah, right, because Americans don't because Americans have been propagandized to hate Muslims uh for, you know, at least thirty years. That's why they had to come out with uh they're torturing Christians now too. Did you yeah, see that? Yes, I did. So see cool. That. So yeah, I, Do I, Jews next. Do Jews next. <laughs> Save the China Jews. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the come town bit. <laughs> Adam doing a Chinese accent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can't even repeat come down bits about what <laughs> China Holocaust would be like. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I am going to be arrested in China for like interfering in politics and they'll be like, free the China Jews! Free the China Jews! <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's so fucking absurd. I mean, yeah, I, it, 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 you know... 
it's our it's what we say all the time on the show it's not it's not about persuading people it's about power it's an exercise of power like you can't engage with this fucking propaganda in any yeah. kind of like rational way and try to like refute it because it's not about even making a cogent argument it's just about an exercise in power and it's you know it's the peep show line like you don't just go to war. Yeah, <laughs> you prime the press, you prime Jeremy. The press, you go to the UN. <laughs> you make up your reasons. Like, yeah, like it's not about fucking anything. We're gonna go to war with China. And yeah. We need to fucking. Uh, it's just about you know, uh, putting the the setting up the record there. Yeah, it's so fucking bad. Um, though it looks like they're uh, maybe going back into the Iran deal. I just saw that today yeah. or yesterday. Yeah, that's we'll have to see how that goes. I know, yeah. Well, um, the weed stuff is funny. I feel like we haven't talked about the weed stuff at all on here. Yeah. But yeah, just oh my god, and Kamala Harris was in Chicago talking to Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> this was with Lori Lightfoot. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it was like a press conference. They had to move because of a protest, wow. and this was where she said wars used to be fought for yeah. oil. Now they're going to be fought for water. They just don't give a fuck yeah, anymore. Yeah, girls meme, like, so you admit that wars were fought for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hot I dog mean, costume guy, you know. But it's so funny. And I mean, that's kind of what's funny about these people. I mean, it's just so blatant. They don't care. Um, and neoliberalism is over, too. I don't know if you heard that. Oh. But neoliberalism is over now. Uh, what was what marked it? Uh, the the Biden $1.9 trillion Oh, I see. Stimulus. Now we're in back in New Deal. Yeah, because he's the new FDR. We're not doing austerity anymore. <laughs> um, because for, you know, for six months, we're going to give tax credits to children. Uh, uh, the infrastructure yeah. plan? Uh, the infrastructure plan? Yeah, we're rebuilding America. <laughs> um, uh, this stuff yeah. about how the corporate tax rate is going back up to 28%, but not to the pre-Trump... 35 percent is so funny yeah I, this whole corporate tax rate thing is so uh stupid <laughs> because and amazon doesn't pay any right because it doesn't matter what the corporate tax rate is right <coughs> you have to seize their money yeah. <laughs> they're all so right right yes there currently is a corporate tax rate like whatever it fucking is like 16 percent or something yeah and amazon pays zero dollars right right because it's not about what the corporate <laughs> tax rate is um it could be but but, you know, if the the corporate tax rate, Biden could set the corporate tax rate at 90% and Amazon would still pay $0 yeah. because of all of the carve-outs and loopholes yeah. um, that they're not going to address at all, no matter what they set the corporate tax rate at. Yeah. And you, uh, you must have seen the thing where Biden said, like, that's going to stop under me. We won't let it keep being the case that 50 – of the, you know, Fortune 500 companies pay no taxes. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure people will start paying $600 in taxes from Amazon or whatever. Uh, yeah, like, they will not pay zero, maybe. Maybe, but... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's such a joke. Yeah. Because um, then they'll just start talking about... Did you even... Did you see... Um... That new, the non-Jeff Bezos CEO of Amazon who's oh. like tweeting all the time. No, what's his name? I don't Dave even know. Dave Clark or something. Uh. <coughs> Maybe he's been the CEO for a while and, you know, Jeff Bezos was like whatever chairman or some shit. I right. don't know. This guy who's like going off on Twitter as the CEO of Amazon. No. Is he this... was the guy who was like, you know, we're the, we call ourselves the Bernie Sanders of, 
we call ourselves the Bernie Sanders of companies, but actually we get things done. Right. Like actually we actually give people $15 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that whole saga has been really incredible. He like quote tweeted a Matt Iglesias tweet uh, that was about how like, well, you know, the reason uh, Amazon pays $0 in taxes is because they you know, do these things to get write-offs, and a lot of those are good things. <laughs> like, you know, we give them write-offs for, like, funding research or whatever. And oh. are, it's because, you know, it's be uh, we're trying to incentivize behavior with tax breaks, and they do that behavior, so they get the tax breaks, and that's not a bad thing. And, like, the CEO of Amazon, like, quoting like, very thought-provoking point. Oh, like, my God. No, I have no idea. just going to be with the, t- the, it'll be like, so what do you want? Joe Biden raised the corporate tax rate. That's what we said we were going to do. Uh, do you want Amazon to stop? Funding uh, libraries yeah. in your city? Like, <laughs> yeah, funding human-animal hybrid. <laughs> They've got them, folks. Yeah. <laughs> They're working on them right now. Uh, you know, we give these tax breaks to incentivize certain behaviors. So we, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Biden is the new FDR in that he's a 33rd degree Mason. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, I saw you Facebook that thread. Uh, FDR put the pyramid. Yes! <laughs> the all-seeing eye. Yeah. But then I don't get what the takeaway from that is. Uh, well, it's just it's yeah. just surprising. I don't think there's yeah. too much of a takeaway because he put so according to this thread from this from Logo Dentalist. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, some like weird like esoteric uh, like <laughs> right wing uh, weird Twitter yeah weird Twitter follow uh, fun follow. Um, yeah, he did this thread about how FDR put a pyramid on the back. Of the- <laughs> And put the motto of it, like, you know, novice, you know, if you look at a $1 bill, that, that the motto that's under, which uh, I guess means something like New Deal. Yeah, it's like novice ordem sanctorum. Yeah. Or it's like New Deal of the Ages Yeah, and in I, FDR's translation or whatever. Yeah, right, exactly. Or his treasury guy told him he interpreted it yeah. that way as like, yeah, it's a reference to the New Deal, you know. Yeah. The New Order. <laughs> FDR was a Mason. Yeah, do you think there's... do you th- uh, Because the Masons, uh, I don't think, are, continue to be an influential organization. Not that I know. I mean... The, I, Aside from Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to these, like... Um, I mean, I guess it's just part of, you know, the American Empire hollowing out and being, like... Yeah. You know... Uh, That's very, like, old money, you know? Yeah, maybe there... Are there, like, Chinese Freemasons? That's a good question. Because when I think of a Freemason Lodge today, I think about the, like, hollowed-out towns in upstate New York. Yes. That, like, when you drive through, like, uh, like, Plattsburgh or something, they all have, like, these dilapidated, like, Mason halls, which I guess in a time (laughs) when there was, like, manufacturing in those towns and there was actually, like, a vibrant community... There was a Mason Lodge, and right. it was, like, the guys went to the Mason Lodge and, like, drank and hang out and also, like, funded a yearly, like, picnic or whatever. Yes. And it was, like, part – it's, like, the Kiwanis Club or something. I had a, an yeah. ancestor or a great aunt or something who was a rainbow girl, which was, like, their Girl Scouts from the lodge. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then also probably did sketchy stuff. Of course. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean. uh, vigilante killing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like, race separation. Yeah, right. And like enforcing <laughs> segregation. And like, you know, 
Yeah, like, uh, if someone needs, if, like, the governor needs to take care of someone. Right, like, yes. Them out of town. Or be supplied with someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. And, right, and, yeah. So I'm sure they were fucked up, too. But they, like, you know, they served a social function. Right. Um, yes, but, but yeah, right. But now with, like, post-industrial. They're like churches. Yeah. Like. Now they're just, like, and it, there's probably, like, you know, three, like, 90-year-old men that go and, like, drink there in, in the evening. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Whew. But maybe now, like, maybe there are thriving uh, Freemason lodges in China. Maybe they're far more secret because it actually means something. Oh, my God. Like, you know, in the, you know, I mean, the Masons, I we could get into this. We could get, <laughs> I like the Masons. We could get Mason-pilled. Yeah. I, like, have not been Mason-pilled. Um, I, I heard because I yeah. listened to, like, Fluorescent Gray or whatever, his yeah. podcast. Um, and he did a Mason episode, and he talked about FDR because, like, he says that he, uh, when he was a kid, he would, like, prank, you know, a bunch of people, but he, like, pranked Mason lodges, and he and his friend would, like, try to get in. And in New York, they, like, got into the library or something of the big lodge there, uh, but, like, some old caretaker, like, uh, was like, you want to see something? And showed them, like, a broken t- slab of marble, and he was like... FDR, when he kneeled here, broke it with his, uh, like, leg braces. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. And then when FDR is in town, when, like, the president is town, he goes to, like, the uh, the Freemasons and makes the, like, local elite, like, the bumfuck elite, like, feel special. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense the without having, like, a, uh, a, a like, out of... Out, you know, without thinking that they're like the the Illuminati or like the New World Order or right. something. Like, yeah, they were like they were like a served a social function for like the elite to cement as secret societies role. have yeah. for a long time right. in a and lot of places. For like the big elite, like the president, to like pay respect to like the the local like bumfuck elite. Of course. Um, and now we just are being like, yeah. I mean, it's it's super weird that like every president <laughs> until like Truman was a Freemason, right? Me Latin me going order. to Muscatine, yeah. Iowa to try to suss out if Xi Jinping ever visited the local lodge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. It doesn't. It's not that crazy that maybe they're secret. Let me see. I'm going to Wikipedia Freemasons in China. Yeah. Yeah, some of the China stuff is so hard to Google because you look up, like, gay people in China, and it's like, they are killing gay people in China <laughs> yeah. for, like, eight Google I pages. Know. and Wikipedia is especially bad yeah. about this, but I am on the Wikipedia page mm. for Freemasonry in Asia. Wow. So China. See also, uh, I'm going to try to pronounce it, Tian Di Hui. Hmm. Freemasonry in China is outlawed. By the Chinese Communist Party. Huh. The Grand Lodge of China in Taiwan was founded in 1949. Wow. In 1949? Holy shit. It has shit. 10 lodges with 750 members and is recognized by the United Grand Lodge of England. Jesus Christ. Let me see. I'm going to click on this link. Yeah, that's that's the end of um, the Civil War was like when Taiwan became a country. Like, So this is Wikipedia. You got to take this Wikipedia stuff with a huge grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, anything that's like about, uh, you know, the enemies of the American state. (laughs) You saw that article that was like, uh, this one guy has like edited a quarter of Wikipedia articles and it's like, uh, 
<laughs> this guy who like uh, just a regular guy like in Langley, Virginia. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who works for like uh you, you know a phone a cell phone company in Langley, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> like, and all these people have like yeah. their Twitter bios are like some Chinese idiom that means like causing trouble and making mischief or something. Like yeah, uh, it's it yeah it's incredible. Um yeah, and they they show all the stuff they've edited and it's like Myanmar coup stuff, like Uyghur camp stuff, like it just over and over again, like the the news on Wikipedia. But so with that said, I'll read this. The uh, the the Tan Di Hui, the Heaven and Earth Society, mm. also called Hongmen, the vast family, is a Chinese fraternal organization and historically a secretive folk religious sect in the vein of the Ming loyalist White Lotus sect. Oh sure. Well secret societies sure. have a history in China. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Not, not. Surprised. I mean, yeah, like in like West Africa. I mean, like, yeah, there are all kinds of secret societies, and like, yeah, you know, uh, um, yeah, but fascinating, and but yeah. I wonder if it's on if it uh, if it continues. I uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense why elites have secret societies. So, uh, under British rule in Hong Kong, all Chinese secret societies were collectively seen as criminal threats and were bundled together and defined as triads. Although the Hongmen might be said to have differed in its nature from others. The name of the Three Harmonies Society is in fact the source of the term triad that has become synonymous with Chinese organized crime. Sure. Because of that heritage, the Tiantui, uh, more commonly known there as triads, is both controversial and prohibited in uh, Hong Kong. Huh. In mainland China, the Hongmen is known as the Zhi Gong Party. A political party that participates in the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. Holy shit! Do you know what that is? Um, I I think it's you know close to like a uh, House of Representatives or something. Interesting. Like, um, so they're like one of the. I, yeah, I, I don't know any yeah. like uh, you know I know they have something like a parliament. Um, but Wang Gang, president of the Zhi Gang Party, is currently the only non-communist party minister in the Chinese government. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> I mean, it is true. Like, when we say these parties are one-party states, they do have, like, these weird, like, random parties. That oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, China yeah. China has a communist party in its leadership. Yeah. But it is a multi-party state. And, in yeah. fact, you'll even see, like, Chinese speeches uh, from the 50s where they say, look, you know, before the Sino-Soviet split even broke out into the open, they say, like, we did things a little differently than Russia because by the time we had our revolution, there were already democratic parties uh, developed for a couple of years. So, like, we have a pluri-party state. Um, I know we call it one party because, like, yeah, we don't want to call our own system one party. Like, Yeah, right. And, yeah, and I mean... Yeah, I mean, oh, first of all, yeah, it's not that hard to just set up some parties <laughs> to not be a one-party state if you because one-party state sounds bad, and in fact, it's what we do as a country. Yeah, right. Like, like we are a one-party state that has two parties. Yeah, like it's not it's not actually that fucking weird. 